0: First Nephi 1713 is such a baller scripture. I would share it on the mission a pretty good amount. I served in the Idaho Nampa mission, and the scripture just says, and I will also be your light in the wilderness, if it so be that you shall keep my commandments, and inasmuch as you shall keep my commandments, you shall be led towards the promised land, and you shall know that is by me that you're being led. There's like so much power in that. So, like, this is the Lord talking to Nephi and his brothers. They're not on the boat yet. They have some provisions. They've been building up some provisions enough to make this journey. I think that's another part of it that we don't have to talk about. For them to like last on the sea, I think they're on the sea for like a year-ish maybe. Like for that to happen, they had to have a lot of provisions in order to make that happen. I feel like, for me, like I'm preparing to move to Florida right now. This is where I'm at. I'm building the ship. I am gathering provisions. I'm figuring out how much money I need to make to live there because it is a higher level of cost, you know, at least as opposed to Utah where I was, you know, I was paying like $550 a month. I'll probably be paying like 800 or something in Florida. And right now I don't even have a job. So it's like, we need to figure out how we're going to do that. But the Lord is surely helping me doing that. The Lord is my light in the wilderness. He's my joy and my song in my wilderness. By day and by night, he leads me along in my wilderness you know the Lord is my light hymn number 89 that is such a great hymn I also really like in the scripture how it talks about how you will know that it is by me that you are being led like you will you will know like you will be able to sense it or understand it and when I read this on the mission I just was like dude you're gonna have a testimony I think that's something that really helps so many converts to move forward and to still have spiritual momentum when it gets interrupted by family members and whatnot is I no, the Lord is lifting me up and helping me through this. There's this one lady on my mission. Haven't been able to reach her in a while. She's a really awesome person. People change phone numbers and stuff happens. You know, it's been almost five years since, oh, it's been over five years since I got home. Almost six years. Anyway, when she got baptized, at first, before she got baptized, she went and talked with her family and was really excited to get baptized. And they like told her a bunch of not, true things and just a bunch of like half truths and whatever. And she just felt so dark and it was really good that we were following the spirit. Cause we reached out to her and she was just not like, I don't think I can do this anymore. And we talked with her about it and we actually had a really awesome Bishop at that time. So he helped us in a lesson to help her understand that she was going to have the Lord's help with this and that she had gotten some direction already to be baptized and that we were going to help her out every step of the way. And she was giving up smoking. There was a lot of things she was doing, and she was reading a lot in the Book of Mormon, was able to start letting that go. And then, of course, this big rogue block comes up. You know, it's uh, what was it? The Last Lecture, really good book by Randy Pock. He talks about how some walls are made of flesh. Like there's walls in our way, right? To get what we want. Some walls are made of flesh, right? And so for this lady, she had worked really hard. To build her faith and whatever. And she had just tremendous faith. Like she watched her husband, or was it her child? I think she watched her child get run for, run over. Or no, it was her husband. One of those, I think it was her husband. She watched him like get run over, like right in front of her face, which I couldn't even imagine. And she was really upset with God about that. Anyway, like she trusted him in her wilderness. In her, yeah, she trusted him in her wilderness. Yeah. And then she got baptized and she was really excited and she got to go and talk with her family and she was full of the spirit and they warmed up to it. And one of her children actually went to the baptism and it was, it was good. You know, it was, it was good. So the Lord can soften hearts. He is the light and the life of the world, right? Mosiah 16, 9, 9 and 10. And then we have, you know, John 8, 12. So there's a lot of really awesome scriptures that talk about that. And it's super humbling, super humbling. The Lord is the life and the light, right? So that is my thought today about that. You know, the Lord is just going to help us out with what we are working on in our life, what we want help with. And we will know that is by him that we are being led. We'll know that like when we're like gathering materials, when we're trying to figure out what to do next, we will know that is him that is leading us on. That's surely what Nephi was blessed to see. even though, you know, first Nephi 18 two and three, there would be times where he was led from time to time, he would get awesome thoughts in his head to help him move forward. And then there's other times where he wouldn't get as much direction and stuff, but he still went to the mountain of the Lord, still went to his temple of the day kind of thing and still prayed a lot and worked on things. So it's humbling. It's humbling the Lord is always feeling after us. He's trying to help us out 100%, 100%. So he's certainly been the light in my wilderness. I know he'll continue to be the light in your wilderness. And remember the flex of gold you pick up today will shine for you today, tomorrow, and forever.